I'm Zach Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. Welcome back to another YouTube podcast. One stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. The show where a package came at my door today. Oh shit, what'd you get? One could say something in the mail came today, you know? Something, I, <laughs> something came in the mail today. And I opened it and what what was mm-hmm. Oh shit, it's episode 99 of another YouTube podcast. That's crazy. Oh, and what was that doing in shit. there the whole time? The whole time. How did it get in there? No, it was actually jeans, but I thought for the bit oh. I could uh make it a little hey, funnier. Man. For sure. Yeah, you know, I feel like when I was a kid, I got new jeans like all the time, like at least sure. once a year, right? School shopping, that kind of thing. Now, like getting a pair of jeans is a it's a momentous occasion. My uh my parents can attest to the fact that I am uh, particularly picky with the kind of jeans I will wear. Uh, really? That's funny. yes, and it, pants in general, actually, because I'm a very uh, sure. I get it. very I get slim it. individual, mm-hmm. and jeans especially have like 18 different fit fit categories. There's like the standard, do. Like the loose do. leg, the tight. They just make up shit like Pokemon types, bro. They just they you don't yeah. know what it means. You you try them on, you're like. This doesn't feel right or this feels right. What size am I? I don't I don't know. I just I just do not know <laughs> half the time. If if I have to shop for my own jeans, it's, it'll be a nightmare. So I'm glad I don't have to. That's really funny. But no, I get it. Um jeans are fucking also hard to get when you uh you're on the opposite side of the the weight spectrum. So mm. you know, you know, big boys, you got to it, it right, take right. a Take a take a little while, and I'm not like I'm not like so big that I have to go to like to the men, men's big and tall store. And like that. <laughs> so it's complicated. It's still complicated. I think it'd be really funny, and I have no desire to run like a clothes brand at all. But to be like the manager yeah. of a big and tall store, you know, like oh, in, yeah. in my shape and my stature, the comedy <laughs> potential funny. I think could really be there. And I don't I don't even know what I would do with it. I would just be like, yeah. We, uh, you know, my, my life's calling is just selling triple XL shorts, bro. It's, it's what, what gets me up in the morning. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. That's funny. Anyways, YouTube podcast time. Episode 99. What the hell? We're here. Actually, Crazy. if you, if you want to be a bit of a contrarian, mm, a nitpicker, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Uh, this is actually the 100th episode because we did an episode you got zero. Episode zero, right? Yeah. So this is actually well, the actually, if you want to cover the uh, the extra shows we did at the very mm. beginning of the show, it'd be like right. episode 104, but um, or something like that. I don't remember. Those episodes but aren't even available to the public anymore. So. As far as the the official count goes, this is right. episode 99 of the show. Which so means... we don't have to do a finale, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wish. Uh, which means we only have two episodes of the podcast left. The one you're listening to right now, and then one more next week. The final yeah. one. Yeah. Which is nuts. It's, uh, it's crazy. Nah, like we've been talking about getting to the end of this thing for a couple months now, about three months, I think. And the fact that we're like right on the cusp of it, it it's, it's kind of crazy for it's kind of crazy, but anyways, what are we what are we talking about today? It's on we the are talking about our favorite segment. The last time we'll be able to say, "Oh man, your week on YouTube, baby." Trademark, 
trademark. Don't forget, it is trademark. Nobody is, ever is, is allowed trademark. to talk about their week. Even when the podcast, the podcast ends, you are not allowed to steal this segment and use it for your own things. It's still it's still trademarked to us. So yeah, yeah. And if anything, I think that's a bonus to you because it never really was a good segment, but we liked it. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> absolutely, King. Absolutely. But we're gonna talk about our week, what we've been up to. Again, like like all these episodes, it's actually more of like two or three weeks, if we're being honest. But for mm-hmm. once, both me and Zach have some interesting things to say. So at the very we'll least, it. it won't be one of those your week on YouTube's that end at the 15 minute mark. So that'll be cool. That'll be cool. At least. I agree. I agree. Cool. You know what else is pretty well, cool, Zachary? <laughs> what else is pretty cool? Our sponsor, Awesome Creator <gasps> Academy. Yo, you remember. Yeah. I also remembered that you were going to do it without looking at it. So I, I throw oh, it off to you, my guy. Have fun. You did remember. <laughs> All right. Our sponsor today is Awesome Creator Academy with the YouTube Starter Kit. If you're just getting started on YouTube. You got a little money to throw around. Why not check out the YouTube Starter Kit? For only $99, you get a bunch of things like advanced YouTube thumbnails, channel artwork, fonts, royalty-free music, and more. Check out the link in the description. In doing so, you'll be supporting another YouTube podcast. Surprisingly close. Surprisingly it's very close. close. It's not exact, but like it's it's close enough. <laughs> it was exact up until the uh, the dollar amount, where it's for ninety nine dollars, you get over one thousand five hundred dollars of value. But then you right. listed off like all the things slightly out mm. of order, but you listed all the things yeah. and then you wrapped it up pretty perfectly so good job you could say that's even better because it was more quick and succinct and we're not spending two and a half minutes on an ad read right like we are now of course now that i'm explaining the bit and like going on yeah yeah but screw that if if you don't have a hundred dollars lying around you can support us on anchor at anchor.fm slash another dash youtube dash podcast i (laughs) think fuck you can decide to support us financially at $1, $5, or $10, and then it would say, and we'll read your name on the podcast, but we're not doing that anymore. I'm just you know, mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to go off memory. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Anchor. Link in the description below. Anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube dash podcast. Go check it out. Hit it up. Hit it up. Uh, we will still take your money. YouTube starter kit's not going anywhere any either. So feel free to check that out. If you're interested, if you've ever been interested, do it as a goodbye gift to the podcast. That'd be dope. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but if not, that is all good. Aiden, what'd you do this week? Yeah. So yeah. last time we talked, uh, we were in the very early stages of uploading 30 for 30. I think like only right. the first two episodes were up and they had like two views. And I was on the podcast being like, oh, woe is me. They only have three views. I'm worried none of them are going to do well. They've done well. They've done done surprisingly well. That's awesome. Wow. Cool. Thanks, everybody. They got Uh, views. (laughs) Let's go. None of them are at 20 views yet, but like the Ultra Beast ones, I think at like 18. Alex Kids, like 16. A lot of them are past the the 10 view mark. And it seems Mm -hmm. that while not everybody watches them when they come out, aside from... Uh, Zach and Jay it seems it takes about 24 hours of the video being out for people to go back and rewatch it and if they're behind on an episode usually the past couple get updated together so like 
uh, I'm at the Kid Chameleon episode, and then I upload the Streets of Rage and Comic Zone. Today is the day they probably go back and watch Kid Chameleon to get caught up, right? So mm-hmm. typically, uh, a lot of them will work together in views, and that's pretty cool. It just means it all updates at once. So when I look at my uh, YouTube analytics, ever since uploading that first 30 for 30, the uh, the daily views on on my channel just goes up. I think one day I had like 24, <laughs> just 24 yeah. views on the channel in one day, which was insane. And a reminder, this is a brand new channel, right? Yeah, it's only been around subs. for like three months. So pretty cool that, uh, that things are going well for it. I'm, I'm really happy about that, man. We're more than halfway through on re-uploading them. Uh, at the time of recording this, the Comic Zone episode is out and I have about six more. Six more that need to go, and then those will be up on the 21st, and then I'll do the Charlie Brown Christmas video, and hopefully end out the year on a high note. One thing I did want to mention that I almost forgot about was Mm. Aiden, in the middle of doing some of these 30 for 30s, decided to keep the sanctity of a comedic bit intact. Why not (laughs) upload a video in between two 30 for 30s that is also holiday themed? Aiden, what do you mean by that? So the Golden Axe video starts off with a very iconic bit to 30 for 30. One that I would never cut out of me going, what the fuck? Where the new 30 for 30 at? And I knock like a Luigi amiibo, like off my chair in a a whole (laughs) camera rage. But shit, I'm re-uploading all these 30 for 30s daily. If I went straight from the Bonanza Bros episode into Golden Axe, the bit don't make no sense. Most people be like, yeah, who gives a shit? Just upload the fucking 30 for 30. I care. I care about the lore, <laughs> all right? I care about the lore and the sanctity of 30 for 30. So I was just going to be like, fuck it. Let's just, not, let's just not upload a video. But then you were like, yo, what if you what if you just put something? Just put something out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yo, maybe, maybe, maybe that might be. You got be other videos, idea. right? I got other plenty of videos, videos that you could upload. So I was looking around the hard drive, yeah. seeing what could work. And I found the Olive and Nostalgia video. Uh, a video that we've complained about before on the podcast that didn't do well because I released it back in July and the timing was off and yada yada. So it made sense. Mm. Uh, I had to edit out the Earthbound stuff that got a copyright claim the first time, uh, replaced mm. a little bit of the music, whatever. It's at 17 views right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really good video. It still hold up. You added a couple of extra things to make it even better. It's it worked out really well for you. I'm glad you was able to get that put out during during Christmas month. We'll ha- have to wait and see if it'll uh, surpass the original video at 30 views, but it's already right. pretty close to halfway there in a way shorter amount of time. So that'll be one that I'm going to be interested to follow, especially as the month continues. I already got a comment on it from some random cartoon channel, just like asking me yeah. more of that shit. I'm like, oh, it's really cool. maybe I will. Perhaps a Charlie Brown Christmas video will be coming your way. Yeah, like that type of shit. But uh, yeah. Meanwhile, the Charlie Brown Christmas video is coming out. It will be out in like two weeks. So it's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. Absolutely. That's pretty much it. As far as the YouTube stuff is concerned, very happy with how 30 for 30 is going. I will admit it is a good bit of work. I wake up every day to a DaVinci Resolve timeline of the next 30 for 30 I got to edit. I rewatch every single one. I try to find improvements to it. Sometimes it takes a lot of work. Sometimes it takes very little work. 
but I never quite know what to expect because keep in mind, <laughs> again, these videos are like a year old. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just find myself doing really stupid shit that I would never do now. Like in the Streets of Rage video alone, I had a really bad habit of rather than cutting from one gameplay clip to another, I would just instead put the new gameplay on top of it and have it fade in. And mm. I did that like 18 different times. And I'm like, am I fucking stupid? Like it works in some instances, <laughs> but sometimes like if I'm breathing in the middle of a point, nobody wants to see a fade, just cut out the breathing and do a cut from yeah. one clip to another. Yeah. Sometimes I can't fix it, obviously just because of the shot or I'd have to re-record gameplay. But a lot of the time it took like two seconds and man, I cut out like, almost 20 seconds of that Streets of Rage video, just doing minor, <laughs> minor, just little restructurings and like actual cuts. Uh, but that's cool to look back on because it's just, it just means that I'm improving a little bit more in the editing. Something I would have been totally okay with a year ago. I'm now like, all right, Aiden, get off your fucking, <laughs> get, off your, get off your shit, bro. This is horrible. 100%. It, it's really funny going back to older videos and it's like even a year ago, like I've done things that I would not do now at all just because, you know, I found better ways to do it. And it's cool that you're like, you've noticed the same thing. I know Jay has noticed the same things before as well. So it's, it's a, it's a sign of improvement. It's really cool. That's pretty much it for the, uh, channel put out a Aiden on anchor today about Pokemon Based. starters. That was kind of fun. Like 52 minutes long. To it. More of a, more of a, a goof fest for sure. I just kind of go off on, on tangents and rants about stupid <laughs> pocket monsters, but I think it's pretty entertaining at least. Uh, sure. And I think that's about it. Unless I'm forgetting something. I did, I did uh, a little something with you, but I figured you'd probably want to talk about that. So yeah, I'm going to send it over yeah, to you. We, what, what'd you do? What, what'd we do? Yeah. I'll let you know when you get it. to it. Like okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, um, I have been talking for the last few episodes about how, like, I feel directionless when it comes to YouTube right now. Um, and it's, it's by design. Like I've just, there was a period of my YouTube career where I decided I'm just going to put out a video when I feel like it. And that was 2020 and 2021. Um, I, I, I want to do better. I want to have a plan. I want to have a direction going into 2020. So I started, um, I got back out my, my handy dandy schedule and I went through all the video ideas that I wanted to do like very soon. And I was like, all right, how can I categorize these videos into, um, into like different categories that I'll actually get them done in a reasonable time. Right. I know that there's a lot of videos that are going to take a lot of effort. Those are going to be the biggest ones. We're not putting out more than one of those a month. You know, <laughs> some of them, they might even take two months. That's okay. But what do I do in the meantime? Well, we got the YouTube shorts. We've talked about that before. I want to do more of them. So I figured out I'm going to do YouTube shorts like two, two times a week. That'll be the plan. I'll do the big videos once a month. And then I've got, what I'm considering the, um, what I'm calling experimental videos. These are wacky ideas that I've wanted to do for forever that I hadn't got around to. Well, now I'm going to like make sure I do at least one of those like every one or two months. And they'll, they'll be like shorter videos with like a very specific theme and I'll just get them done. 
Um, and then I got the other, the other main category, which is, uh, just like more topical, either topical stuff or things that aren't going to take like a month to make, but I could do it in like a week. I could do it in like three days. If I really just sat down and did it, Mm -hmm. those videos, I'm going to try to get out like once every two weeks. So what it looks like for January is I have like a big video coming out the first week and then I have nothing else coming out that week. So it gives that video time to get some views. And then I got a, what I'm calling a hub video is star Wars visions. I'm going to talk about star Wars visions. It'll take me two days to make that video. If I just sit down and do it. So I'm going to put that out a week afterwards. And we got two shorts coming out that week and then an experimental video the next week. So that's cool. That'll take, Again, and by two, experimental, you max. mean like the book video, kind of like I mean, like the shit. book video. Here's the the experimental video I want to do in January is ranking the planets. Oh, and you're okay. like, what are you talking about? Well, I want to rank the actual celestial planets in this in the sky in the universe. So, uh, you know, is Mercury better than Jupiter? I don't know. Find out in January. Uh, but I also want to rank the uh, the classical composition the planets by gustav holst because um, i'd be fucking with it really heavily so that's gonna sure. be in there and then also there are um the 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 planets were named after roman gods which are actually right. just greek gods so we're gonna rank those as well right so like jupiter is zeus is zeus better than another one who, who knows we'll figure that out um so that's the idea uh, but that's what I mean by experimental like that. I've got like a Fortnite video in the like kind of in the works. Um, I've wanted to do a video on Geico commercials for like three years. <laughs> so that's what I mean by experimental. Like in no way this video should get any views, but I want to do it. So we're going to do it. Hell yeah. Like you got um, a plan. Got a plan going for it. I got that's a plan. Awesome. So. Hopefully I follow through with it. Hopefully it doesn't come out with too many issues. If anything, I also took an approach that you had mentioned to me where like at any given moment, you usually have about 10 video ideas and that's about it. You don't, you don't write them down anywhere, but like your, your plan, at least for the last couple of years was like, if I at least get a video every month, I'll be happy. Right. So I was like, okay, what are the 12 or, or 10 like big videos that I want to get out in 2022. And those are going to be main priorities. Anything else, we're just going to throw it to the side. It'll happen eventually. I don't have time for it. My argument so, was basically, if everything goes to shit, if you can't do anything, what 12 videos would you be happy just to have up for the year? And be like, I did it. Because so often on some of our worst years, we can't even get out 12 videos, period. So it's kind of like right. a little bit of a goal setting thing. We're like, at least strive to have 12 good videos, one for each month. And then if you can add shit, the better, obviously. But you'll be surprised what a what a 12 video schedule can give you for a year, what you can cover, what you can look back on. Uh, it's it's a good start, a foundation. Right, right. So if anything, my my hopes and plans and dreams for 2022 is I at least have like one of those big videos or an experimental video every month. If everything else goes to shit, if I don't do the shorts, if I don't do the topical things or the quicker videos, whatever, as long as I can get like an experimental or a big video out, I'll be happy because that'll be the shit that I really want to make, you know, 
I really want to make those. I really want to have those out. So that's the plan. Hopefully that'll that'll go well. But I was looking through every, you know, all the ideas and shit that I wanted to cover. And last couple of years, I've done a little thing called Adam Sandler Week. Right. Uh, year one, it was five individual videos throughout an entire week. And they were they were pretty uh, stupid, but they turned out pretty <laughs> funny. The year two, we did the crossover event. And I made Adam Sandler Week part of that crossover event. Um, so it was like one gigantic i think the video is like 30 something minutes long it's a big boy yeah it's a big boy right and so um 28 minutes turned out really well though i still really like what i did with that but um the only reason i hadn't done one this year besides laziness and getting busy or whatever i didn't really have like a like a theme for it i didn't really have like a narrative idea the um the last Adam Sandler video, I did so many wacky things with like the multiverse and we had a crossover and it was a season premiere. Like there was just so much that like I was able to fill in that episode where it's pretty, pretty easy to make it all things considered. Uh, but then it was like 3 a.m. and I had like the great idea of what I wanted to do for the narrative for this next Adam Sandler video. So now I'm working on it and hopefully it'll come out before Christmas. That's the plan. This was what I was referring to with the thing I, I helped you with and added a little right. to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh I'm I'm really happy with it. I have I got a green screen earlier today. So that's gonna be used. Um it'll be the first time I've used a green screen in a video since my twenty seventeen Christmas video, which a was a classic uh, baby. Which was a uh, <laughs> Star Wars holiday special video. Um, it was not good. The, only the yeah. second worst use of a green screen within the friend group. <laughs> I'll Couldn't quite that. get first place. <laughs> I'll take that. The second uh, place for sure. But, but what I'm really happy with so far for this, this Adam Sandler video is, um, I finally finished watching all the movie movies yesterday, but I had the narrative kind of figured out a couple of, uh, about three or four days ago. Um, but not only is it Christmas themed, there's an actual reason for it to come out on Christmas, which is really cool. Um, but like it's bigger and more interesting than the multiverse thing, which is really cool. And um, I've got a few I got a few little uh, references and Easter eggs to older older projects. There's a there's a reference to the Star Wars holiday special video. There's. A couple of references to the first episode of Your Everyday Nerd. There's like, uh, there's a little quick joke and nod to the crossover episode from last year. So um, it's going to be wacky. It's going to be more narrative than it will be me talking about Adam Sandler videos or movies. And uh, I mean, at minimum, it's going to be a 30 minute video. I'm calling it a movie. It's practically Your Everyday Nerd, the movie. So I'm really happy to see how it turns out. I just uh, somehow have to get it done in like a week and a half. And I. 10 days, <laughs> We'll see baby. what happens. 10 we'll days. see what happens. As of recording uh, this. So, no, I'm really excited. Like, the, uh, the past Adam Sandler week was a wild video, to say the least. So, the idea that, like, this is somehow going to top that in some way is a really exciting thought. Yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to it. I'm, I'm happy to. I'm excited to show it to you guys and I'll be even more excited to get some more shit done. Um, I recorded some footage for it 
a couple of nights ago, but I might be re-recording it because I'm still figuring out this new camera. Uh, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how it how it turns out. Well, um, tell you one thing. Watched uh watched three out of five of the Adam Sandler movies yesterday, and thankfully I had Aiden watch one of them with me and Jay to watch another <laughs> one with me because I wanted to blow my brains out. <laughs> Shit's so bad, bro. Oh, man. Abysmal. Yeah. In a day Mm. when we watched Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Yeah. Really was the 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 cheese of the shit sandwich, you know? Ugh. Yeah. Sure did. Um, but that's pretty much it. You ain't gonna talk about the tea. The drama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the falling out. I almost forgot, bro. Yeah. yeah. So you last, said you were going to talk about this shit. I was last time. Last time I uh, mentioned that on a whim at like four o'clock in the morning, I applied for a content producer spot at G4 TV. Network television coming back after being bankrupt for a few years trying to do the YouTube Twitch thing. I'm like, this sounds cool, you know? So I applied, and about 12 hours later, I get an email saying that not only do they want me for an interview, but I am one of their top candidates. So I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Um, so I set up the interview. I have to wait a week for it. It's like a phone call interview. And I go through the interview, and the interview goes well. We had a nice conversation. Um... And they basically told me that the ball was in my court. I had to make the decision if I wanted the job. So you're thinking, well, cool, you got the job. Well, when I applied for the job, it did tell me that it was a remote position. They even had one of the one of the qualifications they wanted you to have was a little quirky tongue-in-cheek joke about mm-hmm. working in the uh the, uh, the, in a remote world that has no issues whatsoever, right? They're sarcastic in it. I'm like, cool, whatever. I've done remote work literally since 2018. It's how I make a living. So, uh, unfortunately during the phone call interview, the man informed me that they have changed the position from a remote position to an in-person position and that I would have to move to Los Angeles, California. So, Yeah. That was, um, that kind of sucked to hear that because I don't know about you guys, but, uh, moving across the country, I live in South Carolina, moving across the country during a pandemic, not really on the top of my list of things to do. Uh, on, on, on top of that, it's like the, the, the amount of salary that I put would have been amazing in South Carolina. It would have, I would have been basically where I am now in California with that money. Um, and then, like, my grandmother just passed away not that long ago, so I want to be close to family during this time. Uh, moving in the middle of a lease would be a pain in the ass. It would ruin, you know, it'd mess up my roommate as well. Like, there's just so many reasons why moving to California right now is not a good idea. Uh, so I had to decline the the job offer. That's really what it comes down to. Damn. I thought you were going to come on here and be like, guess what, guys? I'm moving to California, everybody. Mm. That's that's why the, yeah. the podcast is ending. You know, I'm off to mm. live my L.A. life in a bachelor pad. Yeah. Yeah. With six other people paying the rent. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's it's um, 
it really kind of sucked. I'm not going to lie. Cause like, while on one hand, uh, I did apply for the job on a whim. On the other hand, I was thinking, Oh, well, I mean, this would be, this would be a good opportunity. Like this would Mm -hmm. be cool. I could get away from some client work. If not all of it, I could, uh, move on to like doing a bunch of content that like I was really excited for and getting paid for. I could get health benefits. That'd be pretty cool. Um, you know, stable income is always nice and it'd be more than what I was making now. But then after that phone call conversation, um, and then I, 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 uh, was thinking about like even moving to it, to California. I was like, this isn't even an option. Um, considered it for like a minute before I like, you know, came back down to reality. and was like, this isn't again, like there's just too many things going against it. And then on top of that, I emailed them and was like, Hey, is there any way we could make this work remotely? Like, and then they say, no, like the upper management people or whatever, the hiring managers said that it had to be an in-person job. And I'm like, whatever, you know, just, just whatever about it. Just, uh, it's weird to me that this network television channel who did get shut down has come back because of the internet and they're not going to utilize the internet to its full capabilities to produce content. That's what's confusing to me. It's really, it's really weird that they would even, um, put up that application to be remote in the first place and then just be like, haha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I actually moved to California and it's like, well, then we should have a different interview. The salary should be different. The position should be different. 100%. If you're going to change 100%. one detail, I should be allowed to change several <laughs> on my end to, uh, yeah. to even remotely possibly accommodate that. But it sucks to be 99% there. Then basically telling you, yeah, it would work. It would fit 100%. But you don't live where we want you to be so no actually <laughs> it's just like ah, yeah damn yeah like even if they had sent me an email within the week telling me hey we've moved the position to an in-person uh job are you still interested or if there had been a question on the application that said would you be willing to to move to relocate because jobs do that they have that on op- applications um but it just it, it's it honestly left a sour taste in my mouth as to how G4 TV is going to be running, right, for the next next year or so. Um, just just weird. Just a weird situation. Um, I don't want to talk too much shit, but it's 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 weird. It's weird. Glad you sure. were able to, to spill your tea, bro, and expose Thanks, bro. G4 on the Thanks, podcast. That I have thousands fully, uh, of listeners, bro. <laughs> you know, boycott... G4, they've been canceled. Uh, no, I, I hope they do well. You know, they got the they got the completionist on there. They got Scott the Waz on there now, and I really look look up to those creators and love what they're doing. Been following them for years now, um, so I hope that G4 gets their shit together and runs it properly and does what needs to be done. It just, again, like you're bringing back a dead network that needs new and innovative voices and I could have been your new and innovative voice and nope wanted me to move to California damn yeah where all the liberals it. are at bro can't can't and survive bro, a I'm day there like, I'm saying like <laughs> the democrat infestation uh, is like huge bro 
That's number, re- you know, reason number one why I didn't move to California, obviously. Obviously. Especially in Joe Biden's America. <laughs> anyway. Joe Biden's America. Well, let me ask you, uh, you know, this is a shorter episode of the podcast. Would you, would you have taken that position? Would you have moved to California? Uh, not at that, uh, not that pay grade. No. Right. Right. No, for sure. That, that would have been a, a defining thing, but, uh, yeah. Wouldn't have mind moving to California if like I had a connection there and could like reasonably mm. afford a place right that's that's where yeah. that really comes in for sure but uh now i would have had to have thought about it i would have had to have thought about it for sure i've considered i've considered moving several times so the idea that like you know you can be closer to the industry you can form a lot of connections a lot right of youtubers are over there like i don't doubt it'll be a decision that i'll eventually have to make but sure Right yeah. now, I'm honestly in, in no rush. I'm good. <laughs> I, I think that's my thing, too. Like, in five years, if I had an opportunity like that, and I was making way more than what I had, you know, put the salary position there, I'd consider it heavily, you know? I wouldn't mind living in California at some point for a little while. Um, But then the other thing for me was I don't want to go down the traditional TV film route. I don't want to have to, like, move to California to try to make it as an entertainer or whatever, like that just sounds like hell. And in a 2021 context where we do have the internet and these opportunities are here for us, I don't need to, none of us need to move to California to make those things happen. Um, so I think that kind of, that's, that's the other thing that kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. I'm like, we have the internet. Why would you need to, why would you need to do all that shit in person? It's bizarre. It's bizarre. But cool, cool opportunity either way. I think it's really cool that I even got the the phone call. Right. That's pretty neat. And again, Um, to get so close to them basically telling you you could do it is kind of a little bit of a confidence booster. I imagine that like I agree a location was the only thing standing for me working at a television network is kind of crazy for sure. I I think it also helped put a little bit of a pep in my step when it comes to making my own content like. I, th- I think part of me figuring out a direction for 2020 has to do with, oh, well, if I've got the skills to like do something like that, then I better just like start putting in the actual work and effort to make my shit happen. Like, ain't nobody going to come and save me but myself. I'm not going to get some big job opportunity to get a bunch of money to make content that I want. I'm going to have to just do it, you know, because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Anyways, you make your own success for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But Zach, uh, you know what this really means, though. What? What? What's it mean? It means you need to start a, a resume service. If your ass got all the way to a G four interview, <laughs> you need to start charging other motherfuckers to to fix up their resume, bro. Because clearly, well, just, you knew how to butter up some executives or something, bro. You know, what the, I've just what magic done sauce? a lot of shit, man. You know, like it's it's been ten years since I started doing YouTube, and so I've made thousands of videos i've worked on hundreds of projects you know it's like the work's there not all of it's good right like <laughs> 2000 let's play videos that are bad but 2000 videos nonetheless so uh, that and i did put in like in the cover letter i was like i remember g4 when i was little and i like video games and 
here's what I can bring. You know, I put on like some video ideas. Like I just tried to like pretend like I was already got the job, but here's what I would do while at the job. I think that shit's helpful for those kind of applications. Glad we could get some value. Any, any, any resume builders sure. out there you listening to this shit. There you go, bro. Episode 99 yeah. of another YouTube podcast. There you go. Got Take your it. shit covered. Hell yeah. I did remember uh, that I apparently had promised in the in the last episode that I was going to talk about using the stream deck a little bit. So mm, yeah. you're okay with me go? having a tangent to talk about the stream deck <laughs> after your Any G14. day, bro. Any day. You what know? you got? So stream deck kind of fucking cool, bro. Honestly. Mm. Don't know why I uh, yeah. shit talked it for several years. Uh, I probably would have not liked it several years ago, because from hmm. what I gather in the in the research of it is that like the amount of plugins and integration to other software has grown in recent years. So like before, it only would have just been the OBS machine, right? You want to switch scenes in OBS? Cool, press a button, whatever. That's what people think of when you think of a stream deck. And that stuff's cool, right. but like nowadays they got integrations with Spotify. I can control playlists. I can control shuffle. I can fuck around with DaVinci Resolve, put in and out points with just little 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 buttons. I have a uh, Discord integration, Elgato stuff. So like my capture card, uh, my audio interface. So I can just control that on the Stream Deck if I want. Like the ecosystem surrounding it all and how they built it up. That's I think what the key feature is. It's not any of just the buttons or the streaming stuff, but like building upon uh, the actual devices and stuff. That's cool. No, that's really cool. I'm glad that, uh, seems to be interesting at the least. I also have a button on here that, uh, is a multi-action that when Mm -hmm. I press it, it literally opens up all the programs I need. So OBS, Discord, Spotify, audio interface. It opens them all up, puts them into the windows that they need to go in, hits the start streaming button, goes to the start streaming scene, waits for the start streaming scene to end, plays the Spotify song for my backing track, and then switches over to the just chatting scene, and I don't have to lift a finger. We're talking like five minutes of actions. Just push, and I'm good. And I tested it out, uh, and it just works. This shit's crazy. That's Imagine really cool. Delays and stuff. Yeah. If I figure out more of this multi-action shit, I'm gonna save a ton of time with just like manual yeah. grunt work stuff. It'd still be a little while for me to like really unlock the whole full potential. I have to watch some more tutorials to kind of figure this shit out. But uh, so far, so good. Really cool. Really cool piece of tech. Cool. That's awesome. Well, did you have anything else? I think that I'm was good. it. No, it was it. Cool. I just uh, remembered gonna, that like last minute. I'm going to go jack off now. <laughs> <laughs> Zach was telling me he only had a little bit of time to record this episode and that he had to go back to work. But now I realize what he meant by <laughs> go back to work. You already know. Now I actually got a lot of work I got to get done today. <laughs> oh, what a die. One more episode, man. Next time we talk, be the final YouTube podcast episode. We're not recording it today, obviously, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. But uh, next couple of days, 
next couple of days. Well, I've been Zach. And I've been Aim. And thank you for listening to this episode of Oh Man. Another YouTube podcast. <laughs> Catch you guys later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Swallow I, I a ate. frog? What the fuck? I burped. <laughs> I ate right before this episode, bro. Damn. So it happens.